Hello, and welcome to Viturium Awakening. I am your dungeon master, Robin Caulfield, and with me tonight, as always, is Renee. Hi, I'm Renee Rhodes, she, her, and I will be playing Tennyson, or Ten, she, they, the arranger of this party. And Syl. Hey guys, it's Syl. I'll be playing Faina, who uses she, her pronouns, the rogue. And Eleni. Hi, I'm Eleni, uh, she, they, and I will be playing Ahara, the barbarian of the party. And everybody, specifically my favorite note-taker, James. Hi, I'm James. I'll be playing Sick, the uh, cleric goblin. Uh, we use they, them, and we're excited to be here today. And on that note, we can dive right into our recap of last week's episode. The party, following their heist and encounter with a would-be god, found themselves recoiling and trying to figure out their next steps. After a bit of conversation, bit of drinking, bit of uncomfortable interactions with a certain tiefling, the party found themselves back at their table in the bar. Suddenly, time seemed to stop, except for the party and a green-haired individual standing atop their table. So, you're all sitting there, and this person had said, the gods are very unhappy with you. And that's where we left off. Excuse me. Hello. You know, I had to come here to clean up your mess. It's very unfortunate. Which mess? I believe you met the imposter claiming to be a trickster. The one in the box. The one in the deck. Oh, that mess. Imposter for who? And, uh, you know, he kind of pulls on his long coat. And he hops off the table. It's better if I show you. And he begins walking towards the door. I follow. I get Motioning up. for you to follow. Yeah. Very excited. Very curious. Time, time is still frozen, right? Yes. Then you can Sick see. will grab someone else's drink and follow. <laughs> uh, Ten is so curious at this point. So, like, starts following this person. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to follow the guy that could stop time. That sounds like begrudgingly. I'm going to, I guess, follow the rest of you guys. Faina's like suppressing a skip in her step. She's just very excited to see what's going on. Uh, so he opens the door and walks through. And naturally, you're all expecting it to be the town that is waiting outside for you. But as you all go through one by one, by one, by one. You're not standing in the middle of the elven city of Volana. Above you in the sky is essentially just something that looks like one um, supernova after another, just rippling throughout the sky. Um, as if the cosmos themselves were just one big firework show. Your feet step lightly on soft green grass as off in the distance there is just barely floating off the ground an uprooted city carved into what looks like a floating forest you see very few people ever 
find this place. What is this place? How did we get here? How did you do that? I am simply a messenger. For who? That's unimportant. Why? Wow, so many questions. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now, let me finish. The city you see before you is a city of no name and yet great renown. It is a city ruled by Fae, known and unknown. And our leader, well, you don't need to know everything, I suppose. One of the unknown Fae? Something like that. Hey, Robin, how's my sixth sense treating me right now? (laughs) It's going off like you just step in it. (laughs) (laughs) Off the charts, wigging out kind of thing. I... I'm not staying still anymore then. I'm like walking around and looking at things and touching them. And like, I, she vocalizes her awe, like, oh my goodness, this is incredible. And then she's like walking around, like touching things and like just looking back at them occasionally. Like she wants them to approve. So she appreciates Faina's questions. But like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. You see Fana's ears begin to twitch at increasing intervals with excitement. Cutie. Sick is holding the mug in his hand, takes a sip, and just goes, ah, ah, oolong tea. Ah, ah, who drinks oolong tea? Ah. I drink oolong tea. Did you take ah. my cup? <laughs> no, I didn't. No, never mind. <laughs> Pours it out. <laughs> Um, I would say Ahara is probably just pacing back and forth and like looking at the city and then just pacing back and forth because I feel very uneasy. Tin, as you run around and look at things, you know, there are flowers and like just plants. So you've smelled plenty of flowers in your time. Um, The ones that you're smelling here, you're getting smells of things that you've never recognized before hints of aromas that you can barely comprehend Mm -hmm. it it all feels like magic down to the very scent i like there's this like reverence almost as she like runs her fingers along the leaves and like smells the the flowers and like just she has not stopped smiling since they arrived in this place. As for the rest of you, and I mean Ten as well, uh, while you feel no sense of a breeze flowing through this place, all of the plants still seem to sway and move as if they were made of water, almost, as if the wind was just blowing them all around. Um, And your guide at the moment Motions for you to follow as he uh, continues to walk closer to the city, but at a very slow and leisurely pace. How did the plants move with no breeze? Where did this place come from? How long has it been here? (laughs) The easiest answer for you is magic. Everything that all of you know, forget it. Here, we do not adhere to the rules of logic. This... As I believe known to all of you in the mortal plane, is the plane of dreams, or the dreaming plane. A place home strictly to the Fae. I love it. Very few of us are able to move to 
and from, but those of us who do more often than not do not have the most noble of intentions, and we come up with very creative methods to keep them out of trouble. So this imposter was Faye? Indeed. But he wasn't who he said he was. I don't know who he said he was, but I assume not. Your actions angered a great many gods. Well, oh, yeah, he definitely said he was a god. Yeah, he said his name was Raycon. Well, we didn't put him in the tower. We put him in the deck. And the deck was here, and then it wasn't. As for the reason they're mad at you, I couldn't say, but if you were given instructions to jump off a bridge, would you have? Depends. What's at the bottom of the bridge? Why am I jumping off? What's the reward? Does it pay What well? stakes? Are they threatening my friends? Do you know which gods we he, he just He just puts his hand just <laughs> over his forehead. I understand now. I am the messenger. Is that your name? Do we just call you the messenger? Like, if you're a distance away, we say, hey, the messenger. So, the thing with you mortals is that we fey don't exactly like to give out our names. So we have titles. Oh, you may call me, yes, secrets, secrets, so many secrets. I'm going to call you Chuck. I I don't think he wants us to make up a name for him. I I would, I would prefer not, but. The the messenger Chuck. It's going to be a lot smoother for you in delivering whatever message you have for us if you just allow them to call you Chuck. And I might forget in the future, like, who, the messenger? Oh, you mean, oh, Bigsby down the street who delivers my mail every day? Or Chuck, the messenger? Does have a nice ring to it. If you don't want us to call you Chuck, you can just tell us your real name. So you've enraged many gods, but (laughs) at the moment, a member of the circle wishes to speak with you. They are the hand of the fairy king. Not quite the fairy king himself, you see. But perhaps his closest advisor. Ah, so the right hand. The left. The left hand. Okay. The circle's not unhappy, per se. You're not here because we're angry. Nor is the fairy king. Although, let me just put it this way. We fae do not have the nicest relationship with the gods that are in fact angry that one of our own is loose within the mortal plane. Many of us feel that this may in fact bring us closer to the mortal plane. But you see, our plane is wonderful, beautiful, delightful, but it's also much in the sense of, as I'm sure at least some of you would be familiar with the concept of uh, one of your mortal prisons. We cannot leave by choice. There are a handful of us who have found cracks to slip through if we are powerful enough, but that is perhaps a handful outside of the fairy king himself. So let's just say the circle may wish to speak with you on this matter, since you are involved now, whether or not you like it. Chuck, go far. It's great. Would you 
say the Fairy King cares about what happens on the mortal plane? I do not pretend to speak for any of the gods themselves, but if there's a god who cares, I believe it would be my king. That was one of the things I struggled with in meeting this imposter. They didn't leave the best impression. All you need to know about the individual you released is that they are dangerous and selfish and very likely to kill a world leader of yours or two or three, perhaps four. Why? Well, that's what they do. They impersonate the trickster god and cause chaos. You see, it is not surprising to me that this individual referred to themselves as Raycon himself. But I can assure you, it is not. Um, It is perhaps someone who wishes to pretend to be someone of greater renown in order to further their own twisted desire. So does it have another name we can call it besides Raycon, if that is not its true name? It no longer has a true name. Oh, this is great. So we just refer to him as the imposter. All right, sick. What do we got? Well, I was thinking Chewbacca, but, you know, that might be a little bit offensive. Um, it means really stupid. We could do that one because, uh, you know, he, he crossed some people he shouldn't have. Uh, we could also just do imbecile. Um, I really like that one. It's a, it's a long pause in between the middle. Or maybe just um, not chuck. I think that one's quite good. Imbecile. Yes, I, I imbecile, like that one. Yeah, the imposter. Imbecile, okay. the imposter. I, I like that one. Wonderful. Excellent. Im, just Excellent Im name, for short. Goblin. Im. Yeah, but it's spelled with an E-M instead of an I, you know, just to kind of make sure we don't forget the difference between an imbecile and imbecile. Right, right. Right, right. Oh, I see. I see. It's a pun. Pitch <laughs> God that you mentioned. You, the, the imposter claimed to be him. Is there a trickster god locked away somewhere? By the gods? Unable to escape? Or is that just all made up? Well, he's not locked up. But he exists. But, yes, they all do. Well, all of them? Really? Yes. I thought at least some of them were made up, I guess. Huh. Well, you're wrong. So, <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> I, I do hope this brings you comfort. Faina, I may want to talk to you about gods again at some point. Okay. Anyway, we are losing time, so let me speed this up a bit. And he snaps his fingers, and you all find yourselves standing in a room. Five very large um, oak chairs sort of circle around, and... In one of the chairs, to the left of the one in the center, the largest, to your right, but to the left of that chair, to be clear, sits a creature almost identical to the one standing with you. But this one has red hair, same green eyes, though. All that, all that good stuff. Sick, maybe that one should be not Chuck. You know, the red hair makes me think of, like, uh, like a, a crimson or passion, maybe we could call him um, uh, hibiscus. I, okay. <laughs> Why don't we let <laughs> this is the left hand of the fairy king. You may refer to them however you like, but not Chuck 
seems appropriate in my eyes. <laughs> and you can see the look on this other individual's face just slowly turns into a grimace, like, <laughs> hmm. Are you related by any chance? Okay. You look awfully alike. I hope you don't mind me saying so. Oh, no, they, they are, they have been around much longer than I, but there is no relation. I think- We do get along quite well. Uh, Ten kind of sort of, as, as this goes on, like, goes into a kind of awkward, unsure bow. She's still smiling, but just like, yes, respect, how convey. <laughs> well, you should stand up now. That's not right. It's just, I mean, it's its not like a full, like, at the waist bow, but just like, you know, kind of gesture. None of that's necessary. I see you've met the messenger. Oh, we're calling them Chuck. Hmm. Chuck. And apparently you're and not. And the two just sort of lock eyes very, like, clearly, okay, <laughs> this is going to be really good for me later, but we'll we'll get to that. So I assume he's let you all know why you're here. Uh, apparently yes. we've made a mess. We we messed up, yeah. Really, I In- made the mess. Truly. I Look, Faina, I do kind of like you more now than I did then, but I, if you're willing to take that responsibility, I will fully put it on your shoulders. Yeah, it's that's absolutely me. <laughs> Curiosity? Got the better of me. Mortals are just delightful. <laughs> you see, a mess was indeed made. Although the mess that you made may actually work in our favor, you can refer to me as the gatekeeper. I essentially control the coming and goings of the handful of fae who can in fact come and go from this plane to... All the others. How many are there? Unimportant at the moment. There should only be one that concerns you. Now, the imposter that you unleashed surely needs to be stopped immediately. Um, and we are working on that, as as are the other gods, and it is best if we get to him first. But we wish to speak with all of you in order to free yourselves of the blame and avoid any sort of divine judgment in this matter, the circle has come up with a proposition. I have another question. Why Yes. Why are the Fae here? Why keep them locked here? That is perhaps a question for a different member of the court. Obviously, we have a great many questions. This is my first time on another plane and she kind of looks around to like ask promptingly if this is everyone else's as well. <laughs> um, and I I suppose it's not my first experience with the Fae uh, from a feeling I get, but questions. We have a lot of questions. Yesterday changed our lives obviously in unexpected ways and do you think some of those questions will be answered as we speak to the circle oh you 
won't be speaking with the circle today. You'll only speak with me. The rest of them are indisposed. It is an unhappy time amongst the gods, and truly, the gods are always unhappy with each other. Now they just need to figure out who to blame this on. Ah, uh, so what if we don't have the deck anymore? Who has the deck? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 I'm pretty sure the imbecile has the deck, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Im hmm. took it. I mean, Im came out and was like, great, thanks, you've done my dirty work. I'm not going to pay you, but I'm also not going to kill the people I threatened to because that was all a lie. And then disappeared. With the deck. We were duped. With the deck that they came from. Which was blank. Well, that's so quite just, lucky that, you know. that they promised not to kill the people they said they were going to kill. That's surprising. Wait, is truly. that still an option? It's unlikely to be their first destination. Uh, now that they're free, they'll likely do everything they can to undermine the gods, and essentially they'll likely try and gain some sort of power within your world. You see, the gods enjoy a good show, so you may have just been the most entertaining at the time. <sighs> it's unfortunate, really. You see, we fay most of us. Some of us, okay, I do not particularly enjoy mortals for entertainment. I, there are, there are some, there are half, there are many who may, I am not one, uh, nor is the fairy king himself. However, you're in it now. There's no sense wondering why, but I can get you out of it. You can go back to your normal adventureless lives. Why what? Why get us out of trouble that we got ourselves in? You're a fae. They don't. You're a fae, and you don't like mortals, as you just admitted. Why would you do us a favor? Because you are under the scope of the gods now. Whether or not you like it, you are now aware that you've done something unfavorable, and realistically, it makes you more likely to accept our offer. <laughs> and this offer essentially will. Free us from our binds. We wish for the five of you to assist us in a very small, almost insignificant, mere trifle. As we wish for all of you to help us weaken the barrier between this plane and that one and allow us easy access to the mortal plane once more. The way it was in the days of old. Very simple, small, easy request, really, in the grand scheme of things. I'm sorry, is it Chuck or not Chuck that is speaking at the moment? I thought it was- uh, Chuck has not spoken since uh, since you arrived, so it's all not Chuck. Okay. I'll, I'll, not I'll, Chuck I'll... the gatekeeper, not <laughs> Chuck the messenger. But the, the last time we put ourselves- into a situation where we were dealing with a small trifle. Apparently, we unleashed a murderous, rage, god, imposter thing on the world. So you can understand some natural trepidation when heading into another small trifle at the behest of somebody who we still don't know. Well, it's not really a small trifle. It's It would be considered an offense against 
the god who put us here, but it would be, in fact, a great triumph and testament to Mac, the fairy king, as he is known to all of you. Mac? Yes. The, the god of magic and spirit. I, I believe some of what Faina is saying is that we... We had nothing but questions going into this task that M gave us, the imposter imbecile. Uh, and now we have many questions, only few of which have been answered. And it seems like there are some questions to which you don't know the answer. For instance, which god took the deck from this plane or... Which God directed us to this moment here, and that's all right. I think we understand that, but we're swimming in so much inundated information that is almost overwhelming. It's overflowing in my mind a little bit. I feel I have like questions I'm- about the questions that I have about the questions that I asked. And I'm drowning in the questions about the questions about the questions. And that's, I'm interested. I am intrigued. Something about this place feels familiar. I want to say yes without question, but again, I have a lot of questions. And I I will make a personal deal with you. I will allow each of you one question. Ah, but will you offer Complete of course. Insight check. Go for it. Do not trust the Fae. <laughs> I don't know what it is about 10. 10 just is very trusting, I guess, because there haven't been many insight rolls that she wants to... Ugh. Nine. All right. Uh, Sil, you just kind of feel okay with Wait. it. <laughs> Would I have time to think about my question? You can go last. And assuming you accept the circle's proposal, you may all even get to meet the fairy king himself, should you succeed. And who wouldn't want to meet a god? I hear it raises her hand. (laughs) (laughs) One question each, and the chance to meet a fairy king. Still nothing else in it for us. You know, I felt the opportunity to meet with the archfey the prince of the fae, the fairy king himself, would have been suitable of a reward, but your freedom from this mess that you are in also feels like it would suffice. Essentially, if this barrier between the planes is weakened, we can clean up the mess for you. And the focus would shift away from you and... The gods would likely focus all of their energy on something more important, which is unimportant for the rest of you. I'd like to hear the terms of the agreement before I make any decisions. The goddess Vis locked us here. She was upset that her daughter fell in love with a fairy. So the rest of us were punished. A few have turned into, well, others like the imposter. The imposter, however, is the only one who is dangerous. The imposter was, in fact, once a member of the circle. We will deal with him. We simply 
need to get out. You would be helping us get out. No one would be angry with any of you at that point, because we'll have cleaned up the mess that the gods are angry about anyway, and they will see that the Fae are not the monsters that Vis claimed us to be. But I digress. None of you have to accept the offer, of course. I'm sure you're all more than capable of getting out of this mess yourselves. You could truly hunt down the imposter and kill him all on your own. And you would be champions of the gods at that point. But what do I know? I'm not the all-seer. Not Chuck, I'd like my question now. Ask away. What kind of god, ruler, is the fairy prince? How would you describe Mac? And I'm not saying, like, titles. I I hear that. But who is he? What, what is his motivation? Imagine the happiest you've ever felt. Imagine every dream and ambition and desire you've ever had. Every goal. Now imagine all of that personified into someone who gives their people hope that one day they will get to dream and laugh and be joyful. Mac became our leader in a dark, dark time where we all feared we would never see another sunrise. And when the barrier was closed, the sun stopped shining. Yes, we get to look at this beautiful sky of stars. But it isn't But Mac, it is not. Mac gives us hope. Mac leads us in a way that I don't think any member of the court could. Mac is essentially the reason for joy in our world, and most often in yours as well. Ten sits down on the floor. (laughs) Just cross-legged on the floor. Yes, Chuck the Small. Oh, I'm glad to be part of this group. <clears throat> of chucks and not chucks. Just make sure none of us up chuck because I'm kind of low, so I had to get hit first. Ha <laughs> uh, But, you know, this this is really, really interesting stuff. Uh, we were kind of shorthanded on some gold that was promised to us. Uh, and if you want us to do it, it'd be great to have at least a starting point and location and also where we can find Vivia, the daughter of, uh, of Biz, uh, would be excellent. Hmm. What do you want with Vivia? That is a good question. Chuck the Small. Vivia is the wife of our fairy king. So should you succeed, I believe you would in fact get to meet Vivia herself. Should you please the fairy king, of course. As for the starting point, hmm, I don't believe I have a map of your lands. Two the south of where the messenger grabbed you. There is a body of water. Uh, I believe it is between two lands. And beneath that sea is a sunken tomb. Inside of that tomb is the first gate. Each gate has directions to the next, ultimately ending in a city below the sea. In that city, the final gate, once unlocked, will release the barrier that Vis once set to lock us all in. So you would need to locate the ruins beneath the sea between the two lands, and each gate will lead you to the next. 
I, that is where I would go. I pull on a hair, it's like pant leg. Do you still have that boat you were talking about? Uh, the, the boat might be uh, difficult to come by right now. What about <laughs> procuring a new boat? Yeah, I we, heard you're uh, a pirate. We could do that. We could maybe do, we could probably do that. Yeah. I'm I'm totally down for that. Okay. Uh, I have a question. Um, how, ask away. How, uh, how many gates are we gonna be going through? Excellent question. That I do not particularly know. Like a ballpark. I know there like, are like a, a thousand gates. Uh, Twelve gates. Um. A minimum of two. We know of the first and we know of the last. We do not know of any others. For all we know, there could be two. Unfortunately, if we had known how many, or even the location of the rest, we could have gotten ourselves out. Right. But the gates point to one another, and I'm sure you'll figure out how many there are at the first one. There's got to be detailed instructions on how many more you will go, or perhaps a number of locks, or something. I've not been to this tomb myself, so there could be all sorts of riches, and treasure, and mysteries, and secrets, and lost knowledge sitting deep in those holes. Ten is now lying on the ground. Allow me to... Just clarify one one minor detail. It was only the one god that locked us here, and it was through a spat between her and the previous king, and mostly over something as trivial as a marriage that I'm sure she's over now, maybe, hopefully, probably. I have not spoken to her in some time. The gods simply locked our home off from every other plane. And how would you feel if your home was... How would you feel if everyone you've ever known and lived with and loved were ostracized and hunted and threatened just for existing? That is the situation that we are in. We simply want freedom for our people. That is all this proposition is about. You do not have to accept it. We hope that you do. Because there is a lot for you all to gain and nothing for you to lose. But we have everything to lose. Tens. If we do not succeed at getting out, it's only a matter of time before there's none of us left. Ten kicks up so that she's back in a sitting position and looks at uh, not Chuck the gatekeeper and says, um, may we discuss? You see, you're all free to go. The proposition has been laid out. You may discuss. You may do whatever you please. We have our ways of keeping an eye on you. Really, if you choose not to do it, the fairy king will know and we will come up with other arrangements. And if we choose to do it, the same applies. Should you choose to accept this mission, 
you will indeed have you will at least have the watchful eye of the fairy court behind you. I do just want to, for the audience, appreciate Robin's smirk as she said that. We all have to deck save out of the way before it explodes. Ten looks at each of them and just kind of gauges their reactions. Um, Sick is harder to read because they've been a little bit quiet, and that's like unusual for them uh besides like the upchuck comment that was about it uh and so like hard to say but odd that they're being so quiet um Fena is very interesting to ten um and i think that she obviously her her sense of questions um is intriguing to to tennyson but also uh their conversation last night is kind of playing back through uh, her mind and so uh a hair is hard to tell uh also definitely definitely uh seems cautious and maybe not as uh emotionally invested in whatever is happening but like okay yeah seems seems maybe could be talked into this or talked out of it you know depending on the argument um and so as she's like looking around and observing all of her companions, she kind of nods slowly and looks back to not Chuck and says, I feel you've made a compelling point and we have a lot of repercussions to face for whatever happened yesterday that unexpectedly fell on our plate. And while I have to admit, I'm intrigued and very inclined, just something, feeling. We did all get in this mess together. I blame Faina, but I also said that whatever happened, I wanted to handle it together, and I stick by that. But that means we have a big decision in front of us, and... I want us to be at least understanding or comfortable with where everyone else is at. That may take some time, but if, as you say, you have a God on your side and you'll know whether we accept or decline, that should allow us the space and time we need to discuss and make a decision. Uh, the gatekeeper nods. I will have the messenger send you all back to the moment in time that we took you from. We look forward to seeing what you do. If we want to get in contact with you again, to accept or decline, how do we do that? Simply go to the temple. Simply go to the gate and open it. And we'll know. And if you decline, we'll know. Bye-bye now. And the messenger snaps his fingers and... You are all back, sitting in your spots at the bar, time frozen, and you just sort of hear a voice before time begins. You might want to duck, and time starts, and I'll duck. suddenly, like, that glass <laughs> that was coming for you, Vena, just whooshes right over your head. <laughs> and you find yourselves back in your moment of time. Okay, so clearly we have a lot to talk about. I mentioned I, I don't I like gods. 
I, yeah, I think I agree. I, I don't have experience with the Fae so much, but I do know I don't quite feel like the gods are going to be um, as forgiving as we might think they would be. Gods be damned. This isn't about gods for me. I, I, I don't know how to explain this, but I, I have to do this. Uh, Ten in Sylvan just says, do you understand? Yes, I reply says, in just, Sylvan. Yeah, just says it out loud and see who responds. Um, I, I respond yes, kind of did you, did curiously. You what, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of yeah. It's uh, tight. uh and and then she says, "Vivia, is that the god you mentioned last night?" Uh, I mean, like you know, Viz is really important to me. So knowing her family tree is kind of also important. Uh, so knowing that that's like her daughter there is a good thing to know, and kind of where she's at on this side of the line. I was hoping we could talk to her sooner and kind of do some uh, family therapy first. Talk to Viz before uh, Vivia? I, either or. Uh, kind of kind of play a group family therapist. Just be like, hey, so why are you frustrated? <laughs> Is there any way that we can talk about this? You know, it was some, some time ago. You know, have you used your coping tools regularly? How about how many spoons? Are you got, are you got on spoons today? Okay. Well, then uh, we'll come back in a thousand years when you're ready. So, so sick responding to this is slightly confusing to Ten, and so she says in Sylvan, I sneeze purple cats, and tries to see <laughs> who responds. Oh, I just heard Vivian, and she started talking. Where are you, where are you talking? Yeah, I, I assumed, Renee assumed so, but Ten was not sure. I'm like, I heard that one word. I know that word. I... Vivia is, in fact, the same in Sylvan as it is in every other language. Well, yes, I mean, I assumed so. Renee assumed <laughs> yes. so, and that's why Sick went off. But then Ten was like, oh no, wait, wait, does Sick understand? And so then, like, yeah, had to check. Just a Just slow blink from mm -hmm. Sick to Ten. And I, I, think, I think you might have had a misguided vocabulary lesson. Did you mean to? No, oh, no, uh. Sorry, and <laughs> says that part in common, but then turns back to Faina and just said, The god you worship that we spoke about last night. Who is it? It's not so much that I worship. It's, it's, it's never been so dedicated, I suppose. I don't follow the religious traditions of my people and pray and go to worship, per se. But you believe in them. You believe I, in their good? I believe that oftentimes the most profound truths lie in hiding as secrets waiting to be found. And the mother of secrets is somebody that I would love very much to meet. I wondered. I might have a secret I'd like to share with you later when we're not speaking in Sylvan across the table in front of our friends and then she like switches <laughs> back to common and she's like so here's where I'm at um obviously we did a big oops I think it was pretty obvious in the moment um just by how bad it felt 
it felt really bad. And like, I was honestly kind of excited to break the mold a little bit. I wasn't excited to like, you know, break reality or break an evil out of a deck of cards. I, I'd like a chance to fix that. But I'm also afraid. I'm afraid of whatever this imposter could do to us. They seem far more powerful than we are, and their threats seemed genuine. The people all we the love could be in danger, we could be in danger. Isn't it all the more important than to make friends? Powerful friends. This is something that I'm responsible for. And if it means working for the betterment of the Fae, as well as an effort to undo what I have done, then I see all advantage from me. But I understand that's not everyone's position. I know. Yeah, you really put your foot in the pie on this one. Didn't we all? I seem to recall all of us responding to the same letter. (laughs) All I know is we got Faye want us to do a job. This Dimitri guy wants us to do a job. And we gotta get a boat, too, at some point. Which I'm more than happy to watch Ahara go into action and just commandeer a ship. So, uh, I I think we should definitely get this uh, Dimitri job out of the way. And then, uh, uh, procure a boat. I, uh, I'll let you all handle the details and I'll, I'll be back. And Ten will duck out of the bar after. We could weigh pros and cons here. I mean, isn't the alternative working with the gods? To f- we would essentially fix a wrong regardless. We work with the Fae, we work with the gods, right? I prefer to work with the Fae, personally. We're in the mix of this regardless, and I'm more familiar with the Fae, so I agree. So, we have very little to go on. We have a tomb and a gate, a location no idea of how many gates. What if there's, they know there's a minimum of two. What if we're doing this for the rest of our lives? Looking I sincerely for gates. doubt that we would be doing this for the rest of our lives. They would not want it to take so long. So what are we to face in these tombs or gates? I, I don't think the gods would make these so easy for us to, to venture between well, certainly not, otherwise it wouldn't be fun. Right. Fun. Right. Ah. Uh, okay. Second question. Ah, uh, Hera, you're a pirate. Don't you like adventure? Within reason. I don't want to put myself in danger for... I mean, I don't think anybody wants to just jump into danger. Oh, I don't know. Depends. I just cover my hand from uh, you being able to see as I look at it here be like, and mouth like they do they do I think I I think I got that after they opened the deck of cards that were mysterious and dangerous nothing ventured <laughs> nothing gained and I pull out a couple of the jewels <laughs> all right and then, where are we to find this tomb? Do we have a location? Do we have anything to go on? 
They gave us some directions, as I recall. Chuck the small. I think you might have some ideas. <laughs> yeah. It's to the south. Between two lands. Beneath the sea is the sunken tomb. And there we'll find more information. So it's it's out to sea, definitely. So incredibly vague. The entire sea. Yeah, how big is it? I've never been there. So Between like, it, two lands. Is it like a big place? Is it small? The sea? The yeah. ocean. Oh, what is the sea like? Tell me. Well, it's very vast, and basically it's... The directions he gave us was, let's find a needle in a haystack. I mean, yeah. I'll bring a magnet. It'll be fun. Great. Just hoping we don't prick ourselves. is just gonna put her hands on the table, and then put her hands on her face, and just let out a sigh of... Frustration. <laughs> She's trying very hard to be rational during all of this. Think of the feeling of being at sea again. Of course, I don't know that feeling, but I'm sure it's very fond for you. I would love nothing more to be at sea again. Well, then. Was, it's so. okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so. <laughs> We're in the thick of it now. We might as well embrace it. Or so I think. And I'll, I'll, at this point, Faina will just simply wave over at the barkeep for more tea. <sighs> and you get it. You sit, you eat, you drink, and ultimately, day turns to night. Is there anything else any of you wanted to do? Or would you just sort of turn in? Ideally, before the end of the day, Sick would definitely like to get more info from Dimitri about the job they had okay um so i assume you go looking for dimitri oh yeah cool um roll a d20 for me two so it is relatively easy for you to track down where dimitri seems to be you knock on a couple doors you talk to a couple of your neighbors Ask if anyone's seen this tiefling in a green cloak. There aren't that many tieflings who make their way through here. So they point you in the right enough direction. And you find yourself down on Main Street, just outside the Temple of Sorisay, the goddess of love. And there, Dimitri stands, leaning against one of the pillars of one of the arches. Well, it's good to see you. Likewise, uh, you, uh, you said you had a, a job for us so that you'd leave me alone? <laughs> Sorry, forget about what you saw. I, you see, House Alavara no longer has use of certain members of House Dulis, and since you're already on their bad side, the Emperor is prepared to offer a royal pardon to you and all of your friends for your crimes under one one single condition. Is it weird stuff? Do I have to do weird stuff? Because I'll, I'll go to prison instead of doing weird stuff. I don't really care what you do. 
or how you do it, but the emperor wants the head of the house removed from the picture. His son would be a far better piece to have on the board. Okay, like, uh, is this like a, uh, you just want him like some, uh, some cobblestone boots kind of situation or more along the lines of, uh, uh, like, uh, uh, I don't know, like a long, a long nap. I believe someone in your line of work would appreciate it more as a... My line of work is a tour guide, so like... Well, the the terms you're using, we would call it a, a sinking stone. A sinking stone. Okay. I can uh, talk to my little, little makeshift family unit thing we got going on and uh, give them the what's what. Where is uh, where's the head of uh, this house guy at? Inside of the fortress that was set on fire. Okay. Again, I don't care how you do it. Poison him for all I care. Just make sure nothing happens to his son. Okay, okay. Uh, I'll uh, relay the message. Is there like a time frame on this, or is this a laissez-faire? Kind of do it at my leisure. Two and a half weeks. Okay. Figured figured there's a 2.5 weeks. If you can't do it, well, you can find me at the temple. Although, I would suggest leaving instead. Sounds like a plan there. The reward, mind you, is 250 gold pieces a, a piece. Anyone who participates, on top of that memory disappearing. Sounds ever the, the, the more enticing for some of my my uh, friends and family members there. Uh, I will go ahead, pass along the message, and uh, bid you adieu. I hope you find luck at this love temple, and don't go drinking any potions labeled number nine. But I do hope that you have a wonderful rest of your evening. I will be on my way. Good luck. And Dimitri no longer seems like he knows you. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. I may find is Ahara and um, Fena staying at the same inn? Ahara, Fena, are you staying at the same inn? Yeah, I don't see a reason why I would I go yeah, out of I would I would at this point be staying at the same place as everybody yeah. else, yeah. Because I think I'm the only one who's not staying at the same place. So Yeah, well that makes sense. You have a you have a local place. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, I think you'd probably know by this point where the rest of us were staying. Right, because I would go there and uh, relay the same information with one adjustment that uh, it's a $50 or 50 gold piece reward, but the pardon is really the, the cherry on the cake there. I, roll a deception check yeah. for me. <laughs> I... I want to roll insight on this as well, just because I know the House Alavara. Oh my god, great. Well, it's an 18. Right. 
But my deception on top of that is... Uh, is, like, wild, yeah. No, it's 20 all day, so... Yeah. Uh, you can definitely roll an inside check. It's only a 15, so... <laughs> mm. It won't touch mm. a 20. Nope. Um... I don't believe what they're saying, though. Um, and that's not not about the the money specifically, but um, I don't want to move on this until I can verify this warden's position in House Olivara. That is very reasonable. I've also the way you're saying it, like out of the picture, like you know, like, kind of thing. See, that's what I was trying to get him to say, but he wouldn't explicitly say it. Okay. Right. See, that makes me nervous, too. I mean, obviously, like, we could already be on House Duelist's bad side, but only if they know that we, you know, (laughs) but we didn't start the fire. What if we take him on a, a cruise? Out into the middle of the ocean, as we also look for that temple. I think I should take over some consolation pastries, for real. Like, take them some baked goods and tell them sorry about the fire from someone from House Erdolan passing through. That's it, that's all. And maybe get some vibes for what's going on. I could see if I could learn about Dimitri's position as well while I'm there, like we'd kind of discussed before, and that might help us make a better decision. I'm just very nervous about this proposal. There are just a lot of things that sound bad to me. Like, I think that the 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 emperor of all people would does the emperor know that we did this thing? Like, has this Dmitri warden already passed along our guilt? And that makes me nervous. I don't know. I can't speak for the emperor. Uh, they live in a different place than me, so. And like, sure, I'm interested in gold, but that's not a lot. And also... I know, I thought it was shockingly low. Yeah, I'm just not... I mean, if they were a part of another house, I would think that the it'd be like thousands of gold pieces to off somebody, not 50. Oh, that seems so low. Right. Right. Yes. I'm digging myself a hole here. You are digging yourself a hole. <laughs> one line, I'm feeling one like that line, 20 deception line. might be falling through a little bit the more sick talks. Um, I just, I do, I I do want to confirm a few things, and the price point may be one of them. I don't know what the price of someone's life is worth, but a heist that sounded fun. Maybe a rebellious night out, and what harm could it do, really? And of course, it did a lot of harm, but you know, it is is at the time, I didn't realize the repercussions, and Taking a life is, well, there are obviously going to be some big repercussions from that. What does everyone else think? <laughs> yeah, I just don't know how much I trust this Dimitri House Olivara. I don't think we're in much of a position to trust any of our employers fully. I think it's a very good business practice. 
Sure, but I have connections within the houses. I could at least find out if Dimitri's position is legitimate within House Olivara, and that would, well, that would give us a lot of information to go off of. I'm nervous about, I still feel like I would have heard about this from House Olivara. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, if Ten has more information or connections here, why why don't we leverage them? Does it make sense that we jump into this blind? We could play some, like, fourth-dimensional chess with this. We know that someone wants to kill him, so we can be like, hey, we know that somebody wants to kill you, so give us a thing to not do it, and then we'll go search down that person. Let me be clear. I trust House Olivara much more than I trust House Doolis. However, I don't trust Dimitri. (laughs) I'm at your disposal. Whatever you need. Have enough gems to line your pockets? Would you like some? Yes, sick. Uh, I was just going to go over to uh, Faina and be and just really like softly be like, put my hand if you're sitting like on your knee or something. Be like, we all fucked up. Like we all did this. It's not one person. I. So don't let everyone beat you down. No, I, I, I think I need to say this. I am not used. To having the consequences of my actions fall on a group. It has been quite some time, in fact, since that has ever been something I have needed to think about. And I have gotten out of the habit. That's not an excuse, but I think it's important that not only do I seek out new knowledge of my own, but I also protect the secrets of the people I'm indebted to. And it's not about gems for me. The gems are just a means to the end. Sounds like you need a goblin doma because they will never let you live down sometime when you mess up. They'll just chase you around the house with their slipper and beat you upside the back of the head telling you every time you messed up. I know what that's like. Don't worry. I can be your goblin doma. <laughs> I might have to jump though, because you're pretty tall. I would very much like to see. Wow, the height comparison between these two. <laughs> Fena just towering over sick is is looking down at them extremely amused. Yeah, this ten ten starts laughing at this point. Like, you know, there's I think there's still a long way to go, and it was a little bit tense until Six stepped in, but, like, that's, it's just funny. It's just a funny sight. I need to go buy some slippers now. Oh, yeah. I flick Sick a gem. Oh, cool. I'll add it to the other ones I picked up. On me. Does anyone else like baking? I do. Faina? Sick? Both of you? Oh, yeah, I got a whole recipe book back home. A recipe book? What kind of pastries do goblins eat? Well, we really like chicharrones. Oh. It's not really a pastry, but if you grind it up and you put it into a, a baked dough with a little bit of maple uh, glaze on top, it's really delicious. I think uh, ten kind of nods. Um, but in the meantime, we could go to the market, pick up some ingredients for pastries and 
Hera, if you've never baked before, you could join us. It's a lot of fun. I, sure, I'd be down to, um, bake with you both. Baking. Fena, sick. Will you help with making a, a basket of goodies for House Dulis? Are we going to fix the situation with baked goods? I, I was going to start with baked goods, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. I think you guys will bake, and maybe while we're baking, we form a game plan. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good that's a that's a good game plan. I was I was gonna use the the baked goods as like a an entry to the door, right? Mm. Like everyone likes I, baked goods. That's our that's our way in for at least some more information, um, at minimum, and we can decide more once we know more. I think. Yeah, yeah. That seems seems like a good plan. I think we shouldn't call them baked goods, but handcrafted artisanal pastries. It always That's, opens the doors. Yes. You're right. That sounds way better. Let's go make some handcrafted artisanal pastries, everyone. Awesome. As you all head off to bake your goods, I assume that's how you spend the rest of your night. Baking montage, yeah. yeah. Baking montage, yeah. And with that... Eventually, you all find your ways, baked goods in piles. And eventually, you all find sleep, one way or another. And through the night, some of you sleep soundly, others, most of you, restlessly. Some of you wake in the middle of the night to hear cracks of rolling thunder, flashes of lightning painting the sky. And you sleep, and you wait for the sun to rise on the next day, but the storm carries on. And that is where we'll end this week's episode. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, as always, I am the Dungeon Master, Robin. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at CallMeCaulfield, on Instagram at CallMeCaulfield, on Twitch, on everything that matters at CallMeCaulfield. Uh, you can also follow the show at at Veturium that is V-E-T-U-R-I-U-M you can also support the show at patreon.com forward slash call me Caulfield if you wish Uh, we also have ko-fi.com forward slash call me Caulfield Um, but yeah Renee Hi, I am Renee Rhodes, she, her, and I've played 10, she, they, and I will be back playing 10 next time because I love this character, I love the show, and I love this cast. So, if you want to know more about me, I'm around doing podcasting, streaming, writing, art, and other such things on Twitter at RayDNR, or on my website at RayDN.com, and you can find other ways to support me there. Currently, my projects in addition to this podcast include a podcast with my mom called Mother Daughter Roads Trip, <laughs> where we do bite-sized episodes talking about various lyrics from musicals, and also Call Me Any Other Name, which has its own Twitter at 
Call Me AON Cast. And that's uh, an audio drama project that I'm really excited about. So check it out. And Sil? Hey guys, I'm Sylvia. I'm playing Faina, the Furbolg Rogue for this cast. This has been such a wonderful ride so far with this cast. I'm super excited to be here. Uh, you can find me at the Silver Ace. That's S-Y-L-V-E-R-A-C-E on Twitter. I produce uh, lots of D&D content uh, related. Um, and I'm currently in the process of writing my own homebrew world. So stick around for that if you'd like. Eleni. Hi, I'm Eleni Shibe. I play Ahara, um, a Genasi barbarian pirate um, on this podcast. <laughs> and uh, the pirate is a little bit questionable sometimes. Um, but I really am having a great time. And thank you for having me. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Proxy, please. Um, on Instagram at Proxy Picks. And um, if you want to see cosplay content, that is what I do. And James? Yep, my name is James. I play Sick. Uh, we both go by they, them. Uh, uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and whatever other socials I create or make between now and the time this podcast airs. Uh, as GravityVail87, uh, I do make my own home brew content and put that up on DM skills. Generally, I like to make it free for everybody, so check it out if you do see it. Uh, and I will actually make a point of writing up a couple baking items here for this later this evening. I do have some ground cardamom and orange zest that I would love to make into scones. So ideally, that would be <laughs> a great addition for our pastries next session. Might I just say your live tweeting during this, <laughs> this session has been phenomenal there's Wait, so many I times i missed it oh. i literally <laughs> almost busted out laughing out of you my bike a few times um yeah so good no one's gonna see it in time but maybe like scroll whenever back and, and yeah <laughs> whenever this comes out i will definitely redo some of those and maybe i'll come up with from now and then some kind of baking montage song and on that note uh, definitely, when you hear this, harass James for those tweets if they <laughs> haven't put them out already. Um, but on that note, we are also very excited to share the story with you. Me, most of all, probably. I cannot be happier with the cast that I have for this show. I'm so very lucky. I have nothing else to say. Uh, we love you. We support you. We believe in you. Have a good day, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.